Welcome to Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer. I'm Father Ron Shibley, President of the Anglican Internet Church, Inc. This new series is part of the AIC's continuing celebration of its second decade on the web. These podcast homilies for morning prayer are based upon the appointed reading in the Psalms and Lessons for the Christian Year on prayer book pages X to XLI, primarily using the first pairing, which always uses a gospel reading as the second lesson. The second and third pairings of Psalms and Lessons are used only where necessary to avoid repeat reading of the same psalm within the series. Other variations from these general guidelines are pointed out in individual podcasts. These homilies include the, a reading and commentary on the appointed psalm and summary commentary on the first and second lessons. For those listeners not familiar with Anglican liturgies, the text of the Psalter in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer is derived from Miles Coverdale's Great Bible of 1539 and not from the text in the King James Version. This is because by the time the King James Version was published in 1611, using a new translation based on the Masoretic text, the Coverdale translation was so well accepted among the people who had heard it read in services for over 70 years that the prayer book's editors retained the Coverdale text for the Psalms only, but substituted the 1611 King James Version for all other scripture in the prayer book. Podcast listeners are encouraged to visit my Father Ron's blog page on the AIC website where I have posted an illustration of Psalm 33. In the blog posting, I explain the difference in numbering between St. Jerome's Vulgate Bible printed in Latin and the version used in the 1549 Book of Common Prayer, which is printed in English. In the Vulgate version, based on Jerome's 4th century translation, which was made the official Bible of the Roman Catholic Church in the 16th century, all the psalms from Psalm 10 to 150 are off by one number. For example, Psalm 33, today's reading, is Psalm 34 in the Vulgate Version. Coverdale provided a helpful transition by including each psalm's opening words in Latin, a practice which is still used in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. The psalm reading for Sexagesima Sunday is Psalm 33, which is a 21-verse psalm credited to David. Its opening words in Vulgate Latin are exaltate justi. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for it becometh well the just to be thankful. Praise the Lord with harp. Sing praises unto him with a lute and an instrument of ten strings. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing praises lustily unto him with a good courage. For the word of the Lord is true, and all his works are faithful. He loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathereth the waters of the sea together, as it were, upon an heap, and layeth up the deep, as in a treasure house. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Stand in awe of him, all ye that dwell in the world. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. 
The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught, and maketh the devices of the people to be of none effect, and casteth out the counsels of princes. The counsel of the Lord shall endure forever, and the thoughts of his heart from generation to generation. Blessed are the people whose God is the Lord Jehovah, and blessed are the folk that he hath chosen to him to be his inheritance. The Lord looketh down from heaven, and beholdeth all the children of men. From the habitation of his dwelling, he considereth them all that dwell on the earth. He fashioneth all the hearts of them, and understandeth all their works. There is no king that can be saved by the multitude of an host. Neither is any mighty man delivered by much strength. A horse is counted but a vain thing to save a man. Neither shall he deliver any man by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, and upon them that put their trust in his mercy, to deliver their soul from death, and to feed them in the time of darth. Our soul hath patiently tarried for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him, because we have hoped in his holy name. Let thy merciful kindness, O Lord, be upon us, like as we do put our trust in thee. Psalm 33 is one of the most influential psalms, both in the Western and the Eastern Church traditions. Its words have found their way into liturgies and songs, especially in the Anglican worship tradition. Psalm 33 is appointed for Sunday morning and evening at or near the beginning of many of the major feasts and on certain feast days of the saints. It is both liturgical in a spiritual sense and musical in the literal textual sense. It mentions, quote, a new song, unquote, as well as instruments to be used, the lute, and, quote, an instrument of ten strings. The psalmist also refers to a new song in Psalm 40, verse 3, which includes the words of the song, Praise the Lord, in Psalm 96, 1, 98, 1, 144, 9, and 149, 1. Isaiah 42.10 also refers to Miriam and Moses having witnessed God's acts of salvation. Other references to songs found in Revelation are found in Revelation 5.9 in reference to the song, Worthy is the Lord, and Revelation 14.3, which is a throne song concerning the 144,000. St. Augustine said that the words concerning a new song mean, quote, to sing unto him, meaning Christ, a song of the grace of faith, unquote. The literalist interpretation says it is simply a song of battle. Verse 12 is a Christological verse that provides reassurance to Christians. It begins with, Blessed are the people whose God is the Lord Jehovah, and ends with reassurance, Blessed are the folk that he hath chosen to be his inheritance. This message is contained in Anglican liturgies for Advent, celebrating his coming and mentioning the link between the Old Testament covenant with the Jews and the New Testament covenant with Christians or the Gentiles, or all the nations. For more on this and other uses of blessed is, blessed are, and blessed be in the Psalms, see part three, blessed is the man, dot, 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 pages 31 to 62 in the AIC bookstore publication, Christian Spirituality and Anglican Perspective. 
The name Jehovah in verse 12 is a modern interpretation in which Bible scholars in the 16th century inserted the vowels of Adonai, the name of the Lord as Lord, into into the Hebrew tetragrammaton YHWH, phonetically sounded as Yahweh. It is one of only two uses of Jehovah with Psalm 83 verse 18. The message of Psalm 33 is that God will save all those who hope in him in verses 10 and 20 and 21, and that his blessings are upon, quote, them that fear him and upon them that put their trust in his mercy. Verse 22, let thy merciful kindness, O Lord, be upon us, like as we do put our trust in thee, unquote, is used many times in the Anglican prayer tradition. Many scholars believe that phrases in 33 verse 6 influenced the authors of the Nicene Creed by providing scriptural support. Verse 6 is consistent with the Nicene Creed statement, By the word, meaning Christ, of the Lord, meaning the Father, the heavens were made, and the host, meaning angels, spoke the same. For more on the theological meaning of certain phrases, words, and verses mentioned in this podcast, see the following entries in the AIC bookstore publication, Layman's Lexicon, Angels slash Archangels on pages 10 to 13, Christology, pages 38 to 39, Fear of the Lord, verses 76 to 77, Jehovah, 124 to 125, Lord, spelled in all caps, 136 to 137, Mercy slash Merciful, 144 to 146, Nicene Creed, 153 to 154, Theophany, pages 222 to 224, and finally Yahweh on page 243. Similar commentary is available in the entries for Fear of the Lord on pages 82 to 83 and Mercy, pages 80 to 82, in Beliefs of the Anglican Church. And in the podcast homily in this series on the third Sunday after Easter, when the reading is Psalm 33. A full examination of the Nicene Creed, particularly the second part which describes Jesus Christ, is found in the AIC Christian Education video series, The Nicene Creed, presented in eight episodes, all linked from the digital library page with podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. The first lesson for Sexagesima Sunday is Isaiah 30, verses 8 to 21, in which Isaiah twice names, quote, the Holy One of Israel, which is considered a pre-incarnation reference to Christ, with a concept officially known as a theophany. The second lesson is Mark 4, verses 26 to 34, Mark's record of Jesus speaking two parables. Isaiah is discussed in Part 2, Chapter 1 in our bookstore publication, The Writing Prophets of the Old Testament, And the reading from Mark is also discussed and illustrated in chapter 4 in our bookstore publication, The Gospel of Mark, annotated and illustrated. For more on the Jessima, as I call it, or pre-Lenten season, see the video series of the same name, including the origin and meaning of the name, its place on the church calendar, and differences between its celebration in the Anglican tradition and in other denominations. 
The series is presented in two episodes, each of which is linked from the digital library page with podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page. The closing prayer is the Collect for Sexagesima Sunday, which Archbishop Cranmer adapted from the Gregorian Sacramentary for use in the 1549 Book of Common Prayer. O Lord God, who seest that we put not our trust in anything that we do, mercifully grant that by thy power we may be defended against all adversity through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.